Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome in to Studio Day Heffrey and also Studio Day Holly. And welcome to Believe in the Cowboys. You don't have to believe in them, it's just the name of the show. Okay. Trust me. You can believe as much or little as you want. I don't give a crap. All right. But I'm Jeff Cavanaugh. If I remember where I put the audio on my buttons, this is former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly. Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. Yes, and this is Believe in the Dallas Cowboys, and we're going to talk Cowboys draft with you, and we're going to do it courtesy of our friends. This show is brought to you by, we are presented by Bet Online, where uh, they got you covered on every single sport. Not a lot. You know what? Go with the Dallas Stars right now. Mavericks didn't care, didn't try, cost them 750 grand. But go get you some of that Dallas Stars versus Minnesota Wild. You'll find out. Just have you just I don't want anybody to be irresponsible. But you will find that just a little something on it makes every game more interesting. So get on bet online, use the promo code believe B-L-E-A-V, and get up in there. Mix it up a little bit. Get some golf action. Throw something at UFC, even if you have no idea what's happening. They're your headquarters for all of these sporting events and getting a little something on it you get a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit if you use the promo code believe b-l-e-a-v 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 hi jesse what up brother how are you i'm just chilling on a saturday morning seeing if anybody wants to talk cowboys draft with us what do you think what do you think the odds are anybody wants to talk cowboys draft with us this is cowboys they always want to talk anything and everything cowboys draft roster front office they 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 want to talk football see they're coming in now Everybody. all right well they can come on in and you guys can leave questions i'm gonna post on my facebook if you don't follow me on facebook get it together oh look at that my facebook already pops it up there so people already see it how does facebook work like is that like for all like like who do you communicate most with on facebook i've never had a facebook 97 won the freak listeners I only go to the 97 one, the freak listener group on Facebook or my personal page where people can follow me. And I talk to them. I don't mess with, I don't go out in public on Facebook. I stay yeah. in the house. That out twist the great 23 repping Jersey. I hope you're right. I'm repping. I'm always repping Jersey. Hope you always repping Jersey too. I'm not repping Jersey at all. And that's how I know he's from Jersey because only from only people from New Jersey say Jersey. Like if you're from New Jersey, you say Jersey. If you're not from Jersey, you say New Jersey. I say Joyzy. And we're just to start this thing out out of the chat. Alex, would you rather one have a hard hitting middle linebacker or a finesse player that covers but can't hold up on tackles? First of all, I want to say I think it's dirty the way you phrase that <laughs> because you called him finesse because he could cover but couldn't hold up on tackles if you can't tackle you're screwed but if you told me i could be good at one and okay at the other give me the dude that can cover welcome to 2023 in the nfl i want fred warner over whoever your favorite linebacker is you take ray lewis i'll take fred warner but only in 2023 i'll take ray lewis in 1999 though <laughs> 2000 rock and roll you know it, the league has changed significantly, and as it should, right? Like, it, it really should. And I think more people – there used to be, like – you used to find more players that can do everything back in the day to now you're finding more specialized players in, in certain positions. I'm not saying, like, you know, there's certain guys who still can do 
a multitude of things. Like we ha- we have one, right? We we have a guy, Michael Parsons, defensively. If I mean, of course, he's a linebacker. He's a rush in. I'm almost positive that if you needed him to, he could take a 12-yard drop and play safety. Like he can just go 12 yards back and play safety. Like I do, I do, I do. I think I think like you. Now I don't know if he'd hold up that corner. Like if if guys are running straight verts, yes. He can run with them, but when guys start doing all the wiggling and moving like that, I think Michael was get a little bit lost. But he he can maybe play corner against some uh, X receivers where he could get up on the line. They might not get off the line. He might be able to beat them up right, a little bit. Right. But like more guys now to the to the to the question of you know you would have one guy who was a really good tackler or one guy who's more a finesse player. There, there's so much now specialized in the game, and I think that's a that's another part of coaching. Um. Bill Belichick, to me, is one of the great coaches at taking someone's strength and strictly using you for that. Like, I'm not asking you to do anything else. I'm just going to ask you to do this. And I'm going to put you in a situation to do this. And if you can't do what I think you can do well, really well, all the time, you won't have a roster spot. But if you can, then you'll play for my team for 15 years. And more coaches are, are – are, as the new age coaches begin to kind of infiltrate the the, the the NFL coaching space, you start seeing more and more of that of the specialty guys being able to do a specific thing and just do it really well. Yeah. Um, isn't that the same thing we kill Garrett for? Like Garrett will be like, you run slants. <laughs> or is that – or is the difference that Belichick is talking about a role and Garrett is talking a lot about like plays – like you run stops, you run slants. Yeah, but the, the, that's a good that's a good point. That's a good because he was the same way, right? It was like, oh, yeah, this is what yeah, I put you in this box. This is what you do, right? No, no, Garrett was a box. Like he was, but he just didn't do it well. Like he just didn't do it really. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he just didn't do it well enough to have consistent success. Yeah, I, mean, I think sometimes the guys that he put in a box shouldn't have been in that box. Yeah, yeah. He was taking a dude who could do more and be like, no. And then the other team knew what you were going to ask him to do. Right. They were like, oh, okay. Well, if you're only going to put this really small, fast guy with colorful hair in to run jet sweeps, then every time he gets in, we're going to play the jet sweep. <laughs> okay. I just, hope he, I just hope he got his dogs back. No, those dogs are gone. Those dogs oh, okay. Because no, I think I know who we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> How serious are the Cowboys into trading for Derrick Henry? None. Uh, what's up, fellas? Offensive line wouldn't make me mad. You know what? Offensive line, I keep coming back to is the one thing where I just don't think I'm gonna go to a question from the people where I got a question from the people on the Twitter where, uh, Jesse, I was asked, is there really a position we absolutely have to draft this year? Or do you think it's true best player available draft? And man, there's really not, I don't think there's anything you have to do other than I don't love that outside of your top five offensive linemen, we're talking about Chuma Idoga, Matt Farniak, Matt, well, let's go Alex Taylor as your other offensive lineman. I do think you have to draft an offensive lineman. It doesn't mean you have to draft a starter. I'm also ignoring what the Cowboys said a couple weeks ago, where Jerry was like, yep, Terrence Steele, we might look at him at guard and we might, I don't care what he said or what any of them said. Uh, I don't believe them. Because if you don't add anybody, there's no chance you're going to line up with no one at left guard and have a – or I guess you could line up with Steele at left guard, but Tyron and Ty, 
I just don't think that's your best offensive line. Whatever. They have five dudes. They have five. Five offensive linemen is not enough. That's the only thing I think they have to do, but it doesn't mean you have to do it in the first round. Am I missing anything? Is there anything else they have to do? No. Um, I don't think they have to do anything, but I, I, I agree with you 100%. There needs to be there needs to be a serious move towards, and not just a roster offensive lineman, like our, our actual playing offensive lineman. Because you're one injury away from finding yourself in a situation where the thing about the Cowboys, that's that musical chairs thing, like when, when when one guy goes down, you start moving all these other guys around. It just kills, kills, kills. And I know like it's like the, the, the token word, the continuity. It kills the continuity of that offensive line. And if you're not able to have consistent blocking, I think I talked about this on my show, uh, hanging with the boys during the week on Dallas Cowboys. Um, it's it's those things that happen in a game. It, it it's not blatant. It doesn't happen every single time. But what ends up happening is on a key third down where you don't have the right left guard in there, he gets pushed back in the pocket and the ball sail high. Now you got to pump. It's and then it doesn't. Or in another situation where you know they missed on the tackle in you know, uh, stunt, and now it's a guy in the pocket and he's, the throw's off or he's sacked or it's a tackle for loss. And it's all those small things that happen throughout the course of the game that may not have a sack or a sack fumble or anything like that, a significant loss that just at times can be a, a, a worrisome kind of wart that hampers your offense. And we all know for this particular quarterback, he likes to be in the pocket. He likes to step up in the middle of that pocket and deliver the ball down the football field. So if you're not securing that, then I think you're you're doing you're doing your quarterback in this offense a disservice. I do think we're probably destined for uh, Tyler Smith, last year's first round pick, to be ready to play the yo-yo again, where they can say he's going to be the left tackle, but then when somebody gets hurt, it's going to be like, okay, now what? Uh, and he's probably going to be the one that'll be moving around. It's just a Tyron Smith. It's just Tyron Smith, right? Everybody else, well, you know, people get hurt. Other offensive linemen will miss a game too. But I, I am not okay going into a season like and saying, yep, Tyron Smith is, first of all, he shouldn't be your starting right tackle. That's the dumbest thing ever. He's our starting right tackle, and he's going to play 17 of these bad boys. And I'm like, cool, when he gets hurt, what are we doing? <laughs> well, then we're going to pull Terrence Steele out of left guard. We're going to put him at right tackle. We're going to pull Tyler Smith from left tackle. We're going to put him at left guard, and we're going to – uh, I don't have a left tackle. Um, we're going to put in, maybe we'll put Chuma Idoga at left guard and we'll, eh, eh, we're going to have to find a guy. And that's why I actually do have a, uh, I have a somewhat favorite for the Cowboys in this draft. Cause where's somebody asked in the chat over here about offensive line and like, is there an offensive line or a defensive tackle guy you want at 26? I'm going to give you a guy for offensive line at 26. And it's the only guy that plays offensive line that I want at 26, the only guy. And it's Darnell Wright at Tennessee. He played right tackle for them. Uh, he may get drafted before the Cowboys pick to play right tackle for somebody else. But I'm going to draft him, and I'm going to put his 330-pound road-grade Nass at left guard. That's what I'm going to do. Because the guys who actually played guard in college, I like them. There's a dude, Osiris Torrance at Florida, Steve Avila at TCU, no problem. The 26 is a little early. But I'll take Darnell Wright, and I'll put that big boy right there at left guard, and he has tackle experience. So now I got six guys. And when Tyron gets hurt, we're like, okay, what do we want to do instead of which guy that shouldn't be in the league is coming in? 
It's a matter. It's more a matter of what do we want to do, and I like that. Does Jesse Holly play volleyball? I'm an athlete. I play everything. Somebody did say you play pickleball. I'm an athlete. I play everything. You want to get on a team? Volleyball? Yeah. I don't know if I can commit to every game, but sure. I play three nights a week. I'm in three leagues. I'm not playing three nights a week. No, I only there are three different teams. Oh, Nobody okay. plays three nights a week but me. I, I, you know what? I have to always caution anytime I get involved with anything with you athletically, because I I still remember you asking me to come out to play a flag football game. And you're like, yeah, man, just gonna just play like one or two games. And we ended up playing like you didn't have to play them all. It was a tournament. We were in the championship. Yes, we played a lot of games. <laughs> and he was like, Yeah, just gonna come, just gonna play a couple games. Like 11 games later, I was like, <laughs> I'm like, what is going on? He's like, no, no, we just, we just got one more. <laughs> yeah, we threw Jesse a jump ball to win the tournament, and they don't throw flags out there. Some dude just fully wrapped him up, full bear hug. Yeah, that was, was a two-point conversion was to win the game, and they were like, nope, no flag. I'm like, okay, well, we'll just go home then. Yeah, that, that was fun. My ankles and knees and back hurt for like a week or two later. It was like, I'm like I've never played 11 games in a row. <laughs> flag world is different. Uh, let's see here from people's, if you want to draft guard, this is from wingspan whisperer. Oh, that's a draft guy. If you want to draft guard in the first round, should you trade down to do it? Not just answered that, I guess, because my answer would be yes, except for one player. When should the Cowboys draft a tight end? What round? My answer first two or three rounds or not at all. Cause you got guys. The only reason you're drafting a tight end is if you think they're going to be better than at least two-thirds of your room, I think. So let's, let's ask a question because I, for one, have been someone who says that I want a flexi-sexy mm-hmm. in, in the early picks. Um, but have we completely dismissed what um, Hendershot and, and Ferg have – we, have we just dismissed those two guys? Have we just said those two guys are just, eh, and not really players or – should we bring someone in and make those guys kind of challenge, challenge those guys to kind of be something on the roster? I haven't dismissed them, but I think that a lot of fans overrate them or are more comfortable with the idea that, well, Dalton Schultz wasn't any good. He caught a bunch of passes, but he wasn't any good because Jake Ferguson caught some passes with clean air in front of him and ran fast or ran okay. Um, I think it, you could go into the season and you could play this football season with Ferguson, Hendershot, McEwen. You could do it. But I don't think anybody in the NFL is going to go into a game against the Cowboys worrying about your tight ends at all. They'd be like, oh, yeah, they got guys that play tight end. Uh, I think if you have the opportunity to upgrade the room, I'll upgrade the room. But I don't want to just throw another guy in there. So if you wanted your – Flexy, the sex flex, flex sex is uh, Dalton Kincaid would be him, the Utah tight end. There's some other guys too. I tell you what, you probably like Sam Laporta out of Iowa because you want your guys to run routes and be open and run faster. Uh, but there's just it's a uniquely good tight end class, which then leads me to talking about drafting tight ends in the first round, which is usually a stupid idea. So basically, what I'm saying is it's kind of a bad draft class. Uh, it's just, it's very unique. It's not a good receiver class. It's a really good tight end class. Uh, it's not a good interior offensive line class. It's a good tackle class. I don't know. It's just, it's different. 
It's just it's different. Jeff, where would Ferguson and Pendershot rank in this year's draft? Like eight to tenth best tight ends? Um Peyton Hendershot was undrafted. So y'all need to just remember that. <laughs> Ferguson was a mid-round pick, so he would probably be the yeah, seventh or eighth best tight end in this class. So if you take somebody you like better than you liked him coming out, sweet. Uh, but don't I don't need a late tight end to just hang out. I don't need that. Completely random. Still football related, but completely random. Cowboys related. I don't know if it's football related. Uh, what's your take? Cowboys have turned to the ink. Like everybody on the Cowboys now is inked up. Like, is that the new trend? Am I just old and, I, and I'm missing the trend? You see on, on Instagram and on Twitter that, you know, uh, Dak got a leg sleeve. CD got a back, chest, and leg all done. And Tony Pollard got one. And I'm missing like two or three other ones, like everybody. And and whoever the whoever whatever artist that they're using, because they're usually the same people. They they figure out this 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 system. They, are, they all use the same guy, so they can have five guys working on you at the same time, which is yeah. amazing. Like that's organized chaos if you've ever seen one before. Um, and he has now because of the Cowboys bought his summer home. <laughs> He has gotten his second property on the lake or on the ocean somewhere because of what you know what those what those tickets cost. But is that the new trend? Is that is that the cowboy trend of the year of the offseason? Tattoos? I don't know because I've never been good at being cool, but I feel like they're doing that to be cool. Like somebody really likes it. Like CD was probably first, right? His back was done before Dak's leg. And Dak was like, Man, that's badass. So I want to be badass here. Let me do this. And then Dak did it on a leg that looks like a damn tree trunk. So it does look badass. Yeah. My guy is stout in the lower body, hips, butt, thighs. I'm going to edit that part out. I don't ever edit anything out. So I just said those words for no reason. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think guys just want to fit in and be cool. I think it's the same thing as in life. We're just like, I don't know. You did it. It looks fun. I want to do it because then you'll think that I'm cool and I thought you were cool. And basically what I'm saying is I have no opinion or thought on the matter. I mean, it, it makes well for the hoochie daddy shorts. For the what? For the hoochie daddy shorts. Okay. Yeah. You know, the hoochie daddies are like the, the, the thigh, like the way, way above the knee. Oh, the five inch inseam? Yeah. I just ordered my swim trunks. They have six inch inseams. I can't go all the way up, but I went most of the way up. But yeah. I've been riding my Peloton and doing my yoga sculpt. So I, I'm a long, awkward legged looking dude with a right leg that doesn't straighten all the way, but I am doing some squats and some lunges, try to get some quads. So you gotta be next on the on the docket. I won't get a tattoo. Do you have any tattoos? No. 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 If I ever got one, it would be I it would go one of two directions. I would have to have something that I cared so much about that it was like, cool, put that on my body forever. Or I would get a duck riding a sailboat on my nipple. Like I, it would either be the dumbest idea ever, or it would mean something. And I don't know which one's more likely, but I just have no interest. I have no interest because I do. Somebody's ingrained it in me as a child. Like one day I'm going to be 74 and it's going to be like, why is your entire chest drawn on and drooping and looking stupid? Cause I'm not going to be in shape at 74. Yeah. But you're going to say, Hey, back when I was 35 though, when I was 39, what a life. You hear me? You hear me? <laughs> what a life I lived. That was, that was some, some good stuff right there. I was so cool. Uh, let's see. Who do you trade up for? Always see scenarios about trading down. How, how far are you willing to go up and get a player? I ain't going up for anybody. Damn near. Uh, Jalen Carter, let Jalen Carter fall. And I promise I'll go get him. 
maybe one of the top three corners. I think there's three corners that are clearly the top ones in the draft. Christian Gonzalez, Devin Witherspoon, that's Oregon and Illinois, and then Joey Porter Jr., Penn State. Get Joey Porter Jr. to like number 23. And tell me I can get there for a fourth round pick. I go get him. I don't like I don't like trading up. Trading up is evil. What 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 is your take on um on pedigree? I'm a big fan of pedigree. Like I'm a big fan. Like Joey Porter Jr., you know, we all know his dad. Uh Joey Porter, the linebacker, longtime Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker, was a tough SOB, as tough as they come. He'd been retired for five years, was still posting videos of pulling trucks. Yeah, it's just he 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 and Debo, um, uh, 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 James Harrison, they just are way too strong for way yeah. too long. But like, what is your take on pedigree, right? Because like, you got guys like Patrick Sertain, you got guys like Asante Samuels, uh, Junior. I mean, and, and the list goes on and on and on. There's other players in this league and offensive linemen. Um, but is there is there a is there a way that you feel? Because I always feel like, man. There's a, there's not only their genetic advantage, but there's also a mental advantage to me when you got guys whose, you know, dad played in that league, in that yeah. specific sport for a long time. Like you've been around it for a long time, so you kind of see things differently. Well, let's take the two names you just said: Patrick Sertan. How's he doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Dante Samuel Jr. How's he yeah. doing? Pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, I think I'll take Joey Porter Jr. I mean, it's totally different if the dude can't play, like, but. If you're talking about stacking up guys that are first round picks or second round picks, I don't know if it's consciously or subconsciously. Will I give a little edge to the guy that I'm like, I know that his dad played in the league for 12 years? Yes, because it's an advantage. It's one of those, I think it's one of those like great debates in sports, right? Like, uh, let's take the NFL. We talk about nepotism a bunch in the NFL and in all pro sports and in the entire world, matter of fact. Uh, and it's facts. The most qualified people don't have all of the, jobs that they should but do you think if you're going to be a coach you think that maybe there's an advantage to growing up as bill belichick's son yeah maybe yeah <laughs> you yeah. think you think maybe there's an advantage to growing up that way um so yeah i think that works for players and coaching but i also think that there's a lot of coaches that have the same last name as their daddy that suck and teams keep giving them jobs but we're not gonna worry about that yeah i love i love uh joey porter jr and uh let's see it's not the pedigree it's the ability to get high level training far sooner than others that's not true because if you don't have the dna for it i don't care what your training is i could have trained the best i wanted i wasn't going to play after abilene christian maybe the usfl as a fifth receiver uh what what wish that was a thought process when it came to tj watt people had tj watt right cowboys didn't oh jesse quit are you still here, Jesse? All right, peace. Hi, Fresh. My buddy Fresh on Facebook watching. Um, maybe I'll rattle through some more questions, or maybe I'll just get the hell out of here. QB and what round of the Cowboys from Danny? I would say if you want to pick a quarterback, if you wanted to pick, if like Hendon Hooker was available in the second round, sure. If not, just throw a late pick at, Throw a seventh rounder at Stetson Bennett or Max Duggan or Houston's Clayton Toon, whatever. Hey, Jesse. I'm back. Dude, I seamlessly broadcasted my ass off while you were gone. 30 seconds. I love it. Also, I think I'm about done here. You yeah. good? Yeah, I'm yeah. good. Yeah, let's just get the hell out of here. What about that? Let's just do that. Yeah.
just you want to see, see the pup? You want to see the pup? Let's your pup, your pup ain't a pup no more unless you get a new pup. Yeah. Your pup is a monster. Come on. Oh, he don't want to. Golly. Jesse, your dog needs cardio. Hey, buddy. Jesse, take your dog for a walk. That dog needs cardio. No, it doesn't. This dog is perfect. He's thick. Two thick. C's. He's thick with two C's. Hey, this has been presented to you by Bet Online. Remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through. Be cool to everyone. We love you. Bye forever. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.